Welcome to the Whole Assistant Podcast. I'm your host, Annie Croner. I'm a former assistant who's passionate about our profession, and I'm also a certified coach who's invested in your success. You've come to the right place if you want to know what it looks like to stand in your power and achieve success as an assistant free from overwhelm and burnout. Now, on to today's episode. Hello, welcome to the last week of October. If you are listening to this as it comes out, you will know that we have been covering all things good and better in the month of October. I have discussed better questions to ask yourself, better ways of thinking, how to feel better. And today I am talking all about building better habits. So I'm going to share with you three habits that will transform your work life along with my best tips for creating a habit. So these habits are pretty unconventional when it comes to work, but I will share personally and professionally that I feel like these habits have transformed how I work and they've also transformed many of the lives of my clients. So I do want to share these habits with you today with the hope that you can create these same habits for yourself. So the first habit I want to cover is the habit of allowing focus. The habit of allowing focus. So it's not actually physically possible to do more than one thing at a time. And I know for a lot of us that a lot of us really champion ourselves as these multitasking amazing human beings that are above science and no longer need to worry about the effects of multitasking. And and we think that we're actually able to manage multiple things simultaneously. And I would say that you are able to manage multiple things simultaneously because you're probably able to multitrack. So you've got a system for managing all the things But actual multitasking, meaning doing more than one thing at a time, doing more than one project at a time, is actually detracting from your productive output. Actually allowing yourself to focus will get you more done in less time and with less energy. So back in the first episode of this month, when I talked about asking better questions, one of the questions I had you all ask yourself is, how can I get more done in less time and with less energy? Well, the answer, my friends, is to allow for the habit of focus. I know you're probably seeing a common theme for this month, but this is really paramount to your success, and it transformed how I worked as an executive assistant, and to this day, I carry this habit for myself. So many of us believe that you aren't doing your job unless you allow yourself to be distracted. Right? Unless you allow yourself to be distracted by your inbox, unless you allow yourself to be distracted by Slack or by Teams, that you're not actually effective at your role. And you're making busy mean that you're that you are doing your job when in actuality, being effective in your role is being inhibited by all this busy making that we end up doing. So I just don't want you to mistake being busy with actually being effective (laughs) at your job. Because they are two different things. They are not synonymous. Just because you're busy does not mean you're actually being effective in your role. Now, I understand that this may come across as harsh, but that is not my intention. My intention 
is to ensure that you are kicking butt and taking numbers, that you are slaying all day long, that you are showing up for your role from a place of like empowerment and ready just to get things done. And really the best way to get things done is to focus. So it is funny when I talk about multitasking because I used to pride myself as an excellent multitasker before I did the scientific research behind it and before I started to create focus for myself. And what I found was that if I actually allowed myself to focus more, that I would get more done in less time and with less energy. So as you remember from the first episode of this month where I discussed asking better questions, this was one of the questions that came up. How can I get more done in less time and with less energy? One way is to actually focus on the task at hand and see it through to completion before moving on. And so I just want to say that like, as we unravel this identity as a multitasker and we move into an identity as someone who focuses more, it will be uncomfortable, but it's not that it's not worth the time, but I just want to point that out. It will be uncomfortable. And I promise you, if you can unravel this and allow yourself to focus, you will get more done in less time. And it will be less exhausting too at the end of the day. And you won't be confusing staying busy with actually being effective in your role. Now, this is going to require a good deal of self-management because as we close out of our inboxes, as we close out of our Slack or Teams or messaging apps and all the things, there are going to be some very strong thoughts that come up and you will probably experience some anxiety, especially at first. But if you can get really good at allowing yourself to sink into that discomfort in order to allow yourself to focus, I can tell you, you will begin to release the frantic energy and the scattered way of working and really kind of unravel all of that and show up more strategically and more effectively for your role. And all of that, closing out of your inbox, batching similar tasks, prioritizing, closing out of all distractions, all of those things, that's all the internal work that we need to do in order to show up more effectively in our roles. So actually allowing for the habit of focus will have you not only feel better, but it'll have you showing up at such a higher level for your executive and for your team. The second habit I want us all to develop is the habit of strategic thinking. So showing up for your day not to be all things to all people, but with with an intent to offer the most value possible. I want you to think about that because I think a lot of us think that adding value means being more things to more people or all things to all people. Is that actually true though? Because in my experience, it's not true at all. (laughs) So if you want to show up with the intent to offer the most value possible, you have to realize there are only 24 hours in the day. You're going to have to say no in order to make room for yes. And you're kidding yourself if you think otherwise. Now, this is also going to require a good deal there again of self-management. You're going to have to show restraint. You're going to have to be solutions oriented for people without actually being the solution. And I have a whole podcast episode on this. So please check that out. Just showing up and actually in December, I'm going to repost that, that episode. So stay tuned or look it up. But there's a way to be solutions oriented for people without actually having to be the solution yourself. And that, my friend, is strategic thinking, not being all things to all people guarding your time, saying no in order to make room for those high value yeses. 
And it's also going to require that you show restraint. It's also going to require that you show discretion as to, with regards to your time. It's also going to require that you show wisdom, right? So just pay attention to what comes up and really thinking strategically, it's going to let some people down, but it's going to show, but you're going to be showing up at such a higher level for your role and for your executive. Okay. The last habit I'm going to cover today before going into my tips for building habits is the habit of ease. So not making things more difficult than what they are, not hurrying. Now, this is something that I have been working for the last couple of years to unravel for myself. And this last year, my word of this year of 2023 is ease because I want that word top of mind for me. That does not mean that I sit on my laurels and do nothing all day. That does not mean that I do not show up strategically. That does not mean that I do not like kick butt and take numbers. It just is a way that I approach my day. It's how I decide to show up for myself. So I chose the word ease because like so many of us, I have made hurry a habit. And to be honest with you, that was because I was trying to optimize everything Like for the last five years, I've ran whole assistant and been a full-time executive assistant, which means that I had to allow myself to focus so that I could optimize every single second of my day. (laughs) That was my goal. So I'd literally be driving around town, like thinking in my brain, how can I maneuver so that I can get where I need to go two, two minutes earlier so that I can have that time to show up for my clients, to show up in writing content for all of you, to show up at a high level for my executive to get things done. And now that I am moving full-time into supporting executive assistants, I want to show up in a way that will support them. And I also want to show up better for myself. And I want to incorporate more ease and less hurry throughout my day. (laughs) So there was value in optimizing absolutely every moment of my day. And there's also value in kind of unraveling all the hurry. So I think that there are certain habits that we create that we're unaware of. And a lot of it is like the whack-a-mole energy. (laughs) And these three habits that I've shared with you today will go a long way in kind of mitigating those. So if you can build these habits into your day, you will show up so much better for yourself. You'll show up so much more aligned with your executive. You will just feel so much better. This also, this habit of ease is also going to require a good deal of self-management. Like it is amazing, you guys. I'll be driving around town and some slowpoke will get in front of me and I will have no way around them. Like literally 20 miles an hour this morning, I'm driving my kid to school. Literally somebody pulled out and was going 20 miles an hour, not in a school zone or anything like that. They're just going slow because they have the luxury. And I'm like, come on, people, (laughs) move it. And in that moment, I'm like, okay, Annie, this is a good opportunity for you to sink into the reality that you don't have to optimize every single second of every single day because you don't need to show up for your your clients and your executive. Like you just get to show up for your clients. So now what does it look like for you to sink into not optimizing every single second of every single day, right? What does it look like for you to relinquish hurry? What does it look like for you to not make things more difficult than what they are? And so I like that habit of ease like as it come when it comes to us and how we approach our day not that we don't want to get things done and not that we don't 
want to like optimize our productive output because we still totally do and I still totally do. But it's more like what habit am I trying to unravel with creating this habit of ease? And for me, the habit I'm really trying to unravel with that is to not hurry every single second of every day from 5 a.m. to 10 p.m. Like that's that is why I really want to embrace ease in my life. Okay, so let's talk about tips for setting healthy habits. Now, I've made every mistake in the book when it comes to setting habits. Believe me, I have every single mistake in the book because I'm a very goal-oriented person, which means that I am really drawn to habits, actually, because habits will help you achieve goals. So here are my best tips for building healthy habits based on my own personal experience and also based on coaching other people to the same habit building to the same end, basically, to setting better habits and healthy habits for themselves. My first strategy is to just start small. That you do something is better than having to do it perfectly. Doing anything is better than doing nothing. So this is going to require restraint. So if you're anything like me, you'll have a tendency to make elaborate plan, and the first time you don't stick to it, it all goes out the window. Right. Like, I feel like I'm this way, especially with health. Like, I'll be like, I'm going to get up and run every other day. And then on the off days, Monday through Friday, I'm going to go to yoga. And then I'm going to eat this, that, or the other. And the second a piece of it falls apart, the entire plan goes out the window. So, what I have learned over the years through trial and error is to start small. Just do one thing, just incorporate one thing, get really good at that one thing. And then maybe incorporate another thing, right? Another kind of pitfall when it comes to creating habits and setting goals for ourselves when it comes to creating habits is that you don't even want to try to set the habit because you're so afraid you'll disappoint yourself. And what ends up happening in this case is that we end up failing in advance, right? Because we haven't even tried to set the habit yet or the goal or whatever it is. And so because we don't want to disappoint ourselves, we just don't even do the thing that we know that we should do, and then we're failing in advance. So starting small is a great way to avoid this and also playing the long game. Playing the long game. So recognizing that by starting small, you're building a muscle that you can then use and strengthen over time. Then my second tip for building healthy habits is to get good at experiencing discomfort. Get good at experiencing discomfort. It is not comfortable to build healthy habits, especially when we flop on them, especially when we start small, especially when we think we could be doing more and our brain wants to offer up all these things. It's not comfortable. So if we can get good at leaning into that discomfort and build some self-awareness around what's going on for us there and acknowledge that you're a work in progress, That is a best case scenario. Playing the long game and allowing for discomfort along the way is key to success. And then last but not least, progress over perfection. So since February, I have really tried to create a workout routine for myself. And I say February because that was when I let go of my full-time executive assistant role. And as I built up my company, though, I recognized that these elaborate plans I had for myself and working out were not actually happening because for the first time 
in the five years that I had been running Whole Assistant, I actually had an opportunity to focus on running my business all in, meaning that I had the opportunity to focus day in and day out on that. And I just found it so indulgent and so much fun. So, and then I turned 40 in April and I'm like, oh, now's a great time to start a workout routine. And I was on a good workout routine for a little while. And then Decided to set that aside so I could create a presentation, a few presentations actually, because I was asked to do speaking engagements. And it was really the only time I could squeeze it, squeeze that preparation in was during my workout time because I am full up on clients. And so that was my choice though, right? And now that I'm kind of on the back end of all of that, I have been running whole assistant full time. I have enjoyed every single second of it. I have really just kind of reveled in the luxury of being able to focus just on whole assistant for the first time, I have decided to just start small. So I am walking in the mornings that I don't get up with my youngest. My youngest is an early riser. It's really annoying. (laughs) So my husband and I switch off getting up with him. And so on the mornings where I don't get up with him, I get up early anyway and go for a walk in the mornings. And I just want to build in that routine of moving my body. And that leads to other things too. So I'm more mindful of what I eat as a result of working out in the mornings. Now, I don't pressure myself in any of that because right now, my only goal is consistency in terms of walking in the mornings. Sometimes I still go to yoga, which I enjoy. But walking in the mornings is what I want to be consistent with. And then that may turn into running or it may just stay walking or it may turn into yoga or it may not. The point is that I'm doing something on the mornings that I'm not waking up with the baby, right? So progress over perfection, getting good at discomfort and starting small are all great ways and strategies to build healthy habits. And I actually have a book that I want to recommend as well, Atomic Habits by James Clear. I love that book. I've read it a couple times now. I've listened to it on Audible <laughs> a couple times as well. So that's a really great book. There are tons of strategies in there for building better habits. If you want to look at that book, I highly recommend it. And that is what I have for you guys today. I hope you found this last better strategy helpful for you. Be intentional, be whole. That is all for now. I help assistants apply the concepts I share on this podcast. If you're ready to take your growth deeper and you're curious whether working with me in a coaching capacity is right for you, please email me at Annie, A-N-N-I-E, at wholeassistant.com to schedule your complimentary discovery call.